relational wellness to me means having a village of people that I can heal and grow with on an intimate level. That's really it. Like, cause there's some healing that I gotta do and there's some growing that I gotta do and both are gonna be painful, but bo both are joyful, right? Like in pain, there's also joy. So painful and joyful at the same time, but I gotta heal and grow and I need people to do that with. What's going on y'all? Welcome back to Practice the Podcast where we fuse research and culture to help you develop the mindset, habits, and skills that you need in order to live out your purpose with confidence. I'm your host, Coach Reese. Now it's time to get better, y'all. Let's grow, let's grow, let's grow. We talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. Practices are meant to be competitive. They're meant to be competitive. If your practices are more competitive than the games themselves, you're doing the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. As always, I am super pumped to be back in the space with y'all uh, because I just love having conversation with y'all and I love being able to grow and dive into things that really matter uh, to me in the human development experience. And so today what we get to talk about is relational wellness. Now, what we're doing is we're rounding out our initial conversations when it comes to the confident energy giving system. So a couple weeks back over the last like five weeks, we've been talking about our five episodes, we've been talking about the confident energy giving system, right? So when you look at it as a whole, you've got at the top spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. Those are your core four, right? After you get from that core four, then you go down to financially and then now you got relationally. And that's... That's what we're gonna dive into today is that relational wellness. And the reason why this is so important is because I said it before and I'm gonna say it again over and over and over. We are wired for relationship. And when I dive into some of the details of today, you're gonna be like, ah, we really are. Like there's research to back it, there's scripture to back it, there's there's music to back it. And mo like every single thing backs the fact that we were created for a relationship. We were created for a community. We were created to do life with people to some capacity. Now, if you're an introvert and you're like, I'm good off people, I feel you, right? Because everybody has their tolerance and capacity, but what I'm saying is we were wired to do life with other people and it's important to make sure that we have a village that we can grow with, that we have people that we can intimately do life with. And that's what we're gonna talk about today is that intimate aspect. And what does it really mean to be relationally well overall, all right? so. Let's dive in and make it happen. So our quote for today comes from the book, The Body Keeps the Score. Now I've been reading this book, The Body Keeps the Score, and it's got a lot. Um, I've been breaking some of the information down on my TikTok, so if you're interested in like hearing how I'm breaking it down um, and being able to relay that message back to you, make sure you follow me on TikTok. Um, but I pulled our quote for today from the book, and it goes like this. Trauma, whether it is the result of something done to you, or something you yourself have done almost always makes it difficult to engage in intimate relationships. I'm gonna read that one more time for those who are listening. Trauma, whether it is the result of something done to you or something you yourself have done almost always makes it difficult to engage in intimate relationships. When I read that, I had to circle it back about four or five times because in the book, he tells a story previously up until this point of where he gives this quote. And I don't wanna, I don't wanna dive into it because it's a very triggering story for, and I'm sure for a lot of folks. Um, but he talks about how this man 
experienced trauma himself. And because he experienced trauma himself, he then went and inflicted trauma on other people. And then when he took to inflicted trauma on other people, he then had a hard time, hard time dealing with the trauma that he had, had received on one end and then gave to somebody else. So it became a cycle. So then what happened was he then took that and then had a hard time being the person that he needed to be outside of those two situations. Right. Um, which is, which was crazy because this just goes to show that like, even though when trauma happens to us, right, this is what the quote says when trauma happens to us, then, or trauma that I inflicted on myself because of a decision that I made, it made it hard for the man to go out and now have intimate relationships with his wife and his kids because of the trauma that he had done to somebody else, the cause of somebody else, and then the drama, the trauma that was caused to him. So it became a complete like trauma cycle. And the saddest part, y'all, is like, it, there's multiple people that are impacted by this man's life and story um, on a whole nother level. And it makes me really think about, and I'm hope I'm trying not to go too far left with this, um, but this is why it's so important for us to make sure we're conscious about how we're living and how we're doing because our actions can inflict trauma on somebody else, right? And you never know the trauma that you're inflicting on somebody else, how that could impact them to where that now takes them into doing something else and causing trauma to somebody else. And then the cycles are just continuing. So all that to say is um, the point of this is really the last part where he says, makes it difficult to engage in intimate relationships, right? The trauma that we've experienced in any capacity makes it difficult for us to engage in intimate relationships. That is where I wanna hang our episode on today. When we're talking about relational wellness, I, I connect it to intimate relationships, okay? So when we're thinking about, when I was thinking about the song for this episode, as you know, I'm always all over the place when it comes to music, I could have went, so many different directions and I wanted to, but I landed on this one. I landed on Love All by Drake and Jay-Z. And the reason why I landed on Love All by Drake and Jay-Z is a specific line where Drake goes, loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. And you're like, okay, loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. And I think a lot of folks, like we really desire loyalty and trust and honesty and all those other things, but loyalty because that's like through the thick and thin. And when I think about the song though in particular, Jay-Z's verse, <laughs> you, you know, you know me, you know I'm a Jay fan. Um, but his verse on this really speaks to the depth of um I don't even I, I, I'm a I'm a I wanted to go in, but I'm not gonna go in. So hear me real quick. So he's really talking about like People did something to him and you're still kicking it with the people who did something to me, right? So again, we have that trauma piece, like somebody tried to inflict harm on me and mines and yet you're still cool with them, which goes back to our tie of like, loyalty is priceless and it's all I need. And so our desire for loyalty, our desire to do life with people who really rock with us through and through, right? Like that is deep within all of us. And I think the fact that we've been traumatized, hurt, lied to, lost trust, um, lack of loyalty, all those different things makes it hard for us to have intimate relationships with folks, y'all. Like that just is what it is. And myself included, my goodness, I'm going to try not to turn this into no therapy session for myself. Um, because it's real. 
So all of that put together, we get to the research. What's the research behind what the heck it is that you're talking about, Coach Reese? The research is so crazy, right? The research is always crazy. It's always involving, which is dope. But the research right now is showing that we are having a loneliness epidemic. Research is showing we are having a loneliness epidemic. Like, yes, from COVID, but then the results of that. And so the research behind this one, like I said, goes to prove we were born to do life with other people. We were born to be in relationship with folks. So because we were born to do life with folks and now we're having a loneliness list, loneliness epidemic, all that put together just means like cats mental health is suffering because of loneliness. Like people are uh, dying out in multiple different ways, um, inflicting um different types of pain and things on themselves because of their mental mental health issues that are happening because of loneliness because of lack of friendships like research is showing that people are having less friendships less long-term term friendships less best friends like less all socialization is is like decreasing and i'm like yo that's a big deal because we were born to do life with people so <sighs> relational wellness the question says the question that I have for you is what does relational wellness mean to you? When you think about being relationally well, what does that mean to you? What does it mean for you to um, engage with other people as you do life? Like even so far, just within this first eight to nine minutes of this episode, you might be like, yo, I'm triggered on multiple different levels uh, because people in doing life with people can be scary. And I get it because of that fear of losing folks, right? The, the, and the thing that sucks is not everybody's supposed to be in your life for forever. Some people are just in your life for seasons and that that sucks, right? Does that mean that they weren't loyal? I don't know, that's a conversation for another day. But when we think about doing life with people, it's really important, I think, for us to think about how we treat ourselves, I think is gonna dictate how we treat other people and that's the first layer of it. And after that, when I think about relational wellness, I think about having a village of humans who I can heal and grow with, right? On an intimate level. Relational wellness to me means having a village of people that I can heal and grow with on an intimate level. That's really it. Like, cause there's some healing that I gotta do and there's some growing that I gotta do and both are gonna be painful, but bo both are joyful, right? Like. In pain, there's also joy. So painful and joyful at the same time, but I gotta heal and grow and I need people to do that with. So having a sense of relational wellness also means, or also goes back to my ability to create space and capacity to invest in intimate relationships. So relational wellness also means to me is my ability and capacity to create space, right? Cause you have to have the capacity, but you have to create the capacity. We, everybody's busy. You're not the only person that's busy. You're not the only person that, that, that got things going on in your life. You're not the only one. And everybody don't have the same 24 hours. Some folks really is busier than others. But if you are going to have a whole life, a full life, you have to be able to have life and do life with other people. So what does that mean? That means you have to be intentional. There's our favorite word. You have to be intentional with creating the space and capacity to do life on an intimate level with other people. If you don't create the space and the capacity in your life, if you're not intentional about it, 
you won't have any intimate level in intimate relationships all your relationships will be surfacey like that ain't that makes my skin crawl i cannot i don't know how to do surface you just gonna hate me because i'm like we may be chopping it up at starbucks ordering my drink and i'm just trying to know your whole life not like that that's kind of invasive but um but for real though like i just don't i just don't do surfacey because i i don't care for it so if we're gonna do life together we're gonna do life together okay but it's important because you need people that know you and you need people you know and i don't just mean cognitively know people you're aware of and people are aware of you i mean i need people to know me you know what i'm saying like you need to know me you need to know my heart you need to know my motives you need to know you need to know me because when you know me and i'm doing things that may be outside of me then you can call me in you can hold me accountable you can help steer me back in the right direction right you can love on me this is where that heal right and that grow comes into play you can't heal and grow with people who don't know you you cannot heal and grow in life in a village in an environment with people who don't know you so if the people around you don't know you they can't help you heal if the people around you don't really know you they can't help you grow because you can't help me grow if you're not if you don't know where i'm trying to grow to you know what i'm saying like you can't help me heal if you don't even know what it is i'm trying to heal from if i can't bear my heart and my soul out to you and be like yo this is this is it you can't help me heal from it so we need people that we're intimately doing life with that i could say here is you know what that requires vulnerability right so relational wellness means that i am going to be vulnerable and transparent with some humans that allows me to have an intimate relationship right and so let me let me move forward a little bit because you probably like coach reese you talk about intimacy like what does that even mean? So here's the dopest part, okay? There are multiple levels of intimacy, very similar to how there's the competent energy system and you've got those six, six different aspects. There are multiple levels of intimacy. There's actually about five, but I'm sure somebody can say there's 20. That just is what it is. But I wanna talk about the five different levels of intimacy, right? So intimate, the word intimate in and of itself just means closeness. That's it. It just means closeness and connectedness. So when I'm talking about relational wellness and I'm talking about creating space for intimate relationships, I mean uh, romantically, platonically, and really just romantically and platonically, right? And I'll talk about what platonically means in a minute, but when we're talking about relational wellness and I'm talking about intimate and I'm talking about intimacy, I'm talking about in these five areas, okay? You have your physically, right? So that is in your however you do your you know life in that area but physically you know what physical intimacy is the next piece is um emotional there's emotional intimacy that's there's that connection there's a, i can bear my soul and trust you to hold my soul we talked about this a couple weeks ago with beyonce right it's my soul that needs a surgery so i can only help get healed and get that surgery that my soul needs when i'm in a village that supports me y'all I need y'all to catch everything that I'm giving to you, okay? Because it all is interconnected. Um, the next piece of intimacy is intellectually. You ever like be listening to a, a, a book or a, a podcast or uh, watching a book read or something like that or having a conversation with somebody like you have this intellectual connection, 
right? That's intellectual intimacy. You're like drip, they draw you in. You feel some type, you're like, oh my gosh, like I rock with this. That's intellectual intimacy. Um, the other piece, spiritual, spiritual intimacy, right? For those who are into spirituality in different avenues, like there's way that, ways that you can connect, right? Because all intimacy is closeness and connectedness. And then social. So you have physical, emotional, intellectual, spiritual, and social. Five different levels of intimacy. These are five different ways that you can connect with people. It's not all just physical intimacy, even though that's what we talk about most often. So when I'm talking about relational wellness, I'm talking about, again, you creating a village of people who can help you heal and grow, but also growing in these five areas of closeness and connectedness in these areas that allows you to be your best self, in these areas that allows you to be the person you were created to be, but you deserve to have intimacy in these ways. So now the next piece too is the intimacy is there's romantic and there's also our relationship based. There's romantic and then there's also uh, like platonic, right? I remember uh, real quick, I remember uh, watching, um, what's the movie called? Uh, Think Like a Man and Kevin Hart and then we're out in the parking lot. They're having the conversation and Kevin Hart was telling the story about he was like, and the girl, he ended up killing the girl, the man and all along the relationship was platonic. And I was like, I didn't know what platonic meant at that moment. I was like, what's platonic? Like I had no idea. So uh, for definition, platonic is literally an affectionate relationship or love, but it's not physically or romantic. So it's important for us. And I think for grown folks, right? Like we grown here, most of us, I would assume, um, to know in, in, in how to navigate different types of relationships. What does it mean to be well? Another thing too, um, when I think about relational wellness, relational wellness equals psychological safety. Relational wellness equals safety across the board, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically. Like I need to feel safe in all of these areas if we are going to do any level of intimate life together. You need to feel psychologically safe. You need to feel physically safe, intimately, intellectually, um, emotionally, mentally, you need to feel safe financially, safe on every single level. Okay. I want to say this again, because I feel like, um, it just came into my head, but that's real y'all. Like this is where trauma and toxicity, I'm, Ooh, look, I'm pulling it, I'm pulling it all the way back around. Okay. This is where that trauma and toxicity comes into play. You deserve to feel psychologically physically, emotionally, mentally, okay? Relationally, financially safe within your village. Psychological safety is huge. If I don't have psychological safety, I cannot have an authentic, intimate relationship with you. If I do not feel a sense of connectedness and closeness and a safety that comes along with bearing my soul out to you, we'll never be able to go deep. I, I can't grow with you if I don't feel safe with you. Mm. bars. I cannot grow with you if I do not feel safe with you, y'all. That just, and I'm not saying that for me, I'm saying that for me, but I'm not saying that just for me. Like you deserve to be in safe spaces because when you're in a safe space with somebody, then that means you can grow. Then that means you get the healing you need and the growth you need and the accountability and the love. And then that loyalty comes into play and that trust develops on both sides. So that's one part. One way that you can test if I have this psychological safety is 
how does my body feel? How does my nervous system feel? How does my nervous system react when I come in, uh, when I hear this person's name, when I come in proximity, physical proximity with them, when I think about, when I think about getting in close proximity with this person or these people or this group or this area, whatever it may be, your body, and again, connected to the book that I'm reading, right? The body that keeps the scores, your nervous system, your body will tell you, mm, mm I don't like it here. Or your body be like, I like it here. I rock with this. So you have to get to know you on another level. So that way your body can tell you how you feel when it comes to being in these spaces. Because again, if you're going to have a village, if you're going to dwell in a space, you're going to dwell in an environment, you need to know that you can do well in that environment. The bars, y'all, the bars are bars in rock with me. If I'm going to dwell in an environment, I need to know that I can do well in that environment or I need to create space in that environment, or I need to dip and get to another environment that I know that I can do well in. Does that make sense? You know what I'm saying? Oh, come on, y'all, I hope, I hope you're catching this. So as we narrow down here, um, I wanna talk about, and I've talked about this before on other, on other episodes, but um, when I think about being relationally well, there's a concept that you mentally need to understand, right, around people, because not everybody's your friend. Not everybody is going to give you loyalty. Um, not everybody needs to know your business. Not everybody is going to provide you with a psychologically safe space. Um, and, and not everybody needs to be that tight and close knit, that tight as close to your chest, right? And so we've talked about this before. We're going to talk about it multiple times again um, because relationships is purpose. And I always say this, your purpose is connected to people and profit. So we have to make sure we're up on game on how we're doing life with folks, okay? So relation spaces is broken down into a couple of different avenues. You got community, that's the big outer space, right? That's everybody, that's social media. Like there's 1,700 people on my on my Facebook, uh, 2,000 some on one IG, 1,100 some on other IG, 100 some on my TikTok. That's all community. I don't know all those people. And they don't know me. They know what I tell them, right? So that all those people on all those social media, that's community. See my, hey, uh, you doing all right, y'all, okay? That's community, right? The next piece is your acquaintances. Now, some folks, acquaintances, I might've went to high school with you. We might've been, we might've been cool last year. Now we ain't cool no more. Like you're an acquaintance. We have to be okay with calling folks acquaintances. I say this all the time. Um, the next piece is friends. Friends, the closer you get to you, the middle of the circle, as you can see here, the closer you get to you, the more intimate the relationship becomes, okay? The more uh, higher standards, the more frequency, the more consistency, right, that happens within that relationship. So um, friends, we do life together. We communicate. We have more shared interests. Like we we talk on a quarterly basis, right? Because cats be busy. The older I get, I be like, y'all, we busy. You got a family and, and people and kids and it's busy. It's a whole lot. So I get it. So now I say quarterly basis, right? Um, but you're doing life and they're shared, right? There's a level of intimacy because the conversations are going somewhere beyond the surface. We're community and acquaintances. The conversations aren't really going beyond that. Um, the next aspect is your growth partners. Your growth partners to me is a big area because these are like your mentors, people who are speaking to your life from accountability stance um, and the intimacy is different the intimacy may be intellectually like for me i have growth partners who are mentors um who are doctors that pour into me um and it's not intimately on any other le level but intellectually right like 
there's that level of intellectual intimacy that they get to pour into me and I grow um, as a future doc, right? And I love it. And they're my growth partners who help me in that way. So you need to have folks who pour into you in that avenue, who you can have the intellectual connection with. Uh, the next piece is family. Family to me is relationship and not blood, right? And so if we have this relationship aspect, there's a level of intimacy, right? Somebody may start out as a friend and then definitely become family, or somebody may be a family and they just may be your friend on social media and uh, end up in community. It just is what it is because life happens, right? So the next piece is confidence. And this is, this is that these are the people who you are like, here's, here's my soul. Here's my heart. Here's my life. Here's the areas I'm trying to heal. Here's the areas I want to grow. Can you, I want to do life with you like this deep, but it's also cats who, right? You bear your soul to, I talked about this with Beyonce where she talks about, um, bearing her soul to her friends because like, that's the deepest parts of her. Um, another friendship group that I love is, is Gail and Oprah. Like them chicks, they are just the cutest friend group, but like them is their confidants and they've been friends for decades, right? So they have that connection where they can bear each other's soul and they, they fill all gaps with trust and not suspicion. And, and there's no jealousy or envy within the relationship. And so those are the, the, the closer we get from friends and family and confidant, that's really where we should be able to see those levels of, of intimacy and safety that really, really come into play. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. If you rocking with these episodes, I would really appreciate it. If you just, you liked them, you shared them, you did those different things and you shared it with somebody who you think would find value um, in it. But I want to keep plugging in in these avenues and really breaking these joints down because I think it's really, really important as we continue to grow and develop as humans um, that I'm not just trying to get healthy and whole for me because when I'm healthy and whole, it's going the same. Oh, catch this, catch this, catch this. The same way that if I'm impacted by trauma and I go and inflict trauma on somebody else and then it, it, and it, and it impacts how I do intimate relationships, the, if I get healed, then I can go help heal. You know what I'm saying? Like healed people, heal people the same way hurt people, hurt people. So we need to make sure that we are doing the work ourselves so we can dwell in spaces that we can do well in. Whew, come on. I'm with it. Um, I hope that you guys found some value in this. I, I really, really appreciate you being able to sit here and rock out with your girl. I really try hard to keep these episodes to 15, 20 minutes, but it just, I just don't know if that'll ever really be the case. So um, anyway, so I want to uh, give you three things that I want you to be able to rock out with, okay? So that way you can apply these to your life and you can keep the growing going. Uh, number one, I want you to create a list of relation spaces, all the people to, to gain clarity on your village. Like I do this and I look at it quarterly. Who are my friends? Who do I see as family right now? Uh, who are my confidants? And this is really, and who are my growth partners? I do those four areas. And the reason why I look at these four areas is because I need to know, I need to have clarity on who I'm doing life with, who am I rocking out with? Who are these people still here? Because not everybody's supposed to be in your life for forever. People come in in seasons. And so who may have been on my list a year ago, literally fit literally for me right now are not on my list right now. And that just is what it is. It doesn't make it hurt less. It just means I have clarity and knowing who I'm healing and growing with and who is in my village because adults need the same way kids need um, or it takes a village to raise a healthy kid, it takes a village to raise healthy 
um, adults. It takes a village to help adults get healed and grow as well. Um, so the second thing that I need you to do, and I need you to assess, assess how your body feels when you think about these relationships. What comes up? Does your heart start to pound? Do you start to sweat a little bit? Like, do you get goose? Like, what happens when you think about these relationships that you dwell in? And the same on the opposite side. Like, do you smile? Do you get happy? When I think about some people in my village, I like, I smile. Because it just, it brings an organic smile to my face when I think about my family and the cast that I rock with. Um, so you need to know, how do these people make you feel? Um, and the third thing I need you to do, um, I need you to do the necessary work to grow in intimacy. Because you may be like, Coach I ain't there yet. I ain't there yet. I've been hurt. I've been hurt too many times and I'm not ready to trust. I get it. I've been there and I ain't going to push you and shove you and make you, uh, make you do it before you're ready. But I want you to do the work. And the first place I want you to do the work is right here with yourself. So start there, do the work with you, whatever it takes, but you deserve to have, um, you deserve to have healthy, holistic, um, psychologically safe, physically safe, um, environmentally safe relationships. You deserve to have that level of intimacy that you can just sink in and feel good and feel like you can get some healing, you can get whole, um, and that you can grow in. I want that for you and I know you want it for yourself. So uh, thank you for rocking out episode 30 practice the podcast we talking about relational wellness so again relational wellness to me is having a village of humans who you can do life with um who you can heal and grow with and creating the space in the capacity to invest in intimate relationships i hope this has been official for you i love y'all i appreciate you until next time i'm your host coach reese remember you are worthy of living out your purpose with confidence until next time peace